I'm Katie. I'm Kylie. And this is You're You're Not Not Paranoid. Paranoid. We're pretending. Welcome back to our channel. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. YNP. In the house. We are here. Katie, Kylie. What's happening? Not much. <laughs> How are you? Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Yes, we're wearing the same outfit. Don't mind us. Hey, hey, we just wear the same outfits every day. Every day. Continuing. And the lighting just happens to like. Ooh, it's a little. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. My shadow went from like here to like there. No biggie. You would never know if we didn't tell you. I know. <laughs> like get your head in frame. I don't know why. Oh, well. Do you want to move? No. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I'm. This is acceptable. It's not our most flattering no. pictures, but this is us. <laughs> not the show. The podcast. Yeah. Well, it's the last season, so I think we can claim it again after Ooh, they're done. so weird. I think that's how it works. Did you ever watch that show? No. Me neither. Too much drama for me. You know what I'm saying? I do love drama. Am I the drama? <laughs> I love that. I actually do like that TikTok. Um, but what's that? Is I just want to call it AT&T. It's not. It's just TNT. The channel? The channel. <laughs> yeah. AT&T channel? No. TNT. And they're like, we know drama. Uh, that's like that's where you. Law and Order is on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do know drama, so... Because we are. We are the drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know what face this is. I, I keep making weird faces. I don't I don't know how you can look at me so much because I feel like I make very strange faces that I don't know that I make until I look at myself and I'm like, that's what I look like. Well. Good to know. But I'm used to like seeing your face. You know what I mean? I'm used to my hideousness. No, I'm just no. teasing. No, I'm kidding. Thanks. I'm gorgeous. Yeah, you are. Yeah, no. Um, but thank you. Sometimes mm-hmm. I forget that I'm expressive. Mm-hmm. Which is over. good. And I for- but I think also so maybe constant. if you're like watching this, I'm like the opposite. Katie's and so- like, yes, this is my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're so good. Thanks. You can be, you're like a model. Oh my God. Yeah. I will say at my wedding, we, my other bridesmaids your co-bridesmaids mm-hmm. were telling me i don't know if you heard this that you look like a model really mm-hmm. oh that's nice of them because i have such i don't know if it's body dysmorphia or i just don't like how i look no like you're gorgeous. i'm like the opposite yeah, no. no yeah and you're like your like your makeup looked amazing well yes and- shout out to everyone who <laughs> did that hair and makeup ladies mm-hmm. yeah no they were fabulous but yeah well, even at my 30th birthday, like you did your own makeup, you look like a rock star. Oh, my bachelorette party, you looked like a rock star. <laughs> Parted like a rock star. Yeah. Just oh, good by times the way, all my, around. The, the fam found out. Oh. Yeah. Because I live with them. And so when the bills started showing up. Oh, so up, the bills did show mm-hmm. up. Oh, man. The first one I was able to pass off because they're like, did you go to the emergency room? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, cause sometimes like people like they bill from different areas, and I'm mm-hmm. like, uh huh. But then the specific ambulance bill oh. came with the city in front of it, Shit. and my dad was like, "So what's going on?" You're like, "Tell me everything." Yeah. Ooh. But it's okay. <laughs> Everything's good. Insurance actually paid for half the ambulance. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. So. Just uh, be careful, you guys, when you drink. Yeah. You don't have to keep this in the episode. If no, you it's don't fine. Want. Okay. I mean, if my parents know, then whatever. It is. Who else? Who, who cares? So what? Who cares? I was protected. Yeah. Friends That's like from, together. from our last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't leave people by themselves. No. Always keep your eye on each other. Mm-hmm. Even if everything seems fine. <laughs> it was literally. <laughs> Zero to 80. Like the Microsoft like shutdown yes. tone. It was like we are done. I have video proof that uh, everything was fine. I have internal feeling proof that yeah. I was fine until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Yeah. 
but i feel like been there it's very much in character from even when the story i think i've said on this podcast when i would hold my baby brother and i'm like i'm done and then like would just let him go i've told people that story by the way i think it's the funniest story my partying self was like i'm done and it was like literally like Like, i'm done yeah (laughs) Yeah. like you will handle this somebody take care of this because i will not be doing this anymore yeah Mm-hmm. I lifted my hands up. I was like, done. Bye bye. Bye. See you later. And we were like, okay, we can we handle got it. this. I guess we're done. Guess we're done. No, honestly, timing wise, I think everyone kind of was bash- done. Ba- yeah, a little oh, You don't have to go into your stuff. No, but- it's okay. But long story short, like, I think the timing, if it had to be cut short, so to speak, it was not short. It was quite late in the night. And it kind of made us all realize where we were at <laughs> and we were also like heading down that path if you ever get yourself a table with alcohol Oof. at a club just be mindful just take into account how much you've had before the bottle service before the bottle service and then calculate like hey this bottle is x large how many of us are actually here what would it take for us to all consume oh shoot that's a lot mm-hmm and that is why we're all roughly share. the same size or smaller. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. did Lessons we finish learned. them? Definitely yes. not. Oh, I thought we did. Oh, I don't. Oh, maybe we did. I don't know if we did. Okay. Well, I, I don't like... know who squared up, but we made it work. There's some blurriness in there. Someone made it work. Good we handled. Times. Yeah, good times. It was fun. It was fun. And it everyone's was... fine. And everyone is fantastic. <laughs> the most worried we were was for this one and it's fine it's a great story you know the celebrities like to do those iv drips mm-hmm. for hydration katie did the i same. was like you know what i would like to try that <laughs> <laughs> yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we did it help no <laughs> still felt like you know what's shit. so weird is i actually thought i don't know why but i thought about that the other day and i was like I feel like the IV did not help it Katie did the way that it was supposed I to. I think they were just trying to get money from me. Yeah, it seemed like it. I was like, she needed a couple of those, not just the one. I was like, they should have sent me home with one. Yeah, just but like attached. Whatever. That was. I was just mad about that part. I was like, I thought I would just feel good. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> work. It was like you still had to deal with the punishment. <laughs> yeah. You're like, if you're going to pay the price, at least let me feel good. I know. That's yeah, what I'm think. saying. And they were like, nope whatever suffer the consequences <sighs> speaking of um <laughs> speaking of feeling horrible uh-huh. our next episode yeah. this week that was like a nice little catch-up mm-hmm. uh little information behind the scenes yeah a little look into our lives the personal lives outside of the ymp mm-hmm. podcast i will say i was not very much of a partier in all of my lifetime Mm -hmm. so i think i was due she delivered yeah you definitely delivered so much fun (laughs) i was having i still had the whole weekend such a blast yeah so it was just a little hiccup the way that you expect Mm -hmm. in all sorts just in my mind i thought it was like 10 o'clock and i'm like oh this is so embarrassing no it was like 1 30 okay yeah no we were ending the night and then i was like whoa what's happening where am i like not where not literally where am i but like when you actually stop yeah because in clubs i was talking to my other friend about this who was there like when you're there it's just like like everything's happening it's like the casino where it's like there's no outside like there's no keeping track of time Mm-mm, there's no perception it's just like this is fun mm-hmm. my brain is stimulated so i must be okay mm-hmm. and everything's great so and i'm oh now i'm thirsty oh thirsty <laughs> yeah. again is that water or vodka i don't know <laughs> yep it was vodka <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed uh, it was no it was so fun definitely had quite the diverse group in the of for a bachelorette party from light drinkers to were there some light drinkers a couple yeah okay it all worked out <laughs> good times do, do 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 oh my gosh stop and it was in Tahoe, so it didn't help that it probably had some altitude. 
contributing oh, to all that too. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, Katie got altitude sickness. <laughs> it's weird because it sounds a lot like alcohol, but it's it was altitude sickness. Altitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just got it wrong on the papers. They did. Yeah, spell check. They gotta be <laughs> careful about that. Yeah, they probably don't see that very mm -hmm. often in no. their casinos or whatever. But mm -mm. almost never. <laughs> So, Katie, yeah? what are we talking about this week? Speaking of, it's we're talking about uh, the condition when people think they're dead. Much like when you get altitude sickness. <laughs> and this is a gnarly yeah, disorder. I don't know how to pronounce it. I wish I looked it up. Yeah, because he's... Ooh, I, I know how to that. spell it. It's French, right? Yeah, how do you speak French? Heck no. Oh, shoots. I also do not. Only some French accents when singing the Lafayette parts of Hamilton. Of course. <laughs> Hamilton makes its way into every episode. Somehow. He's everywhere. You're everywhere. No, just I mean, kidding. he is. He invented the Coast Guard, the New York Post, our banking system. Is this another song? I mean, I no, I could definitely. <laughs> like, are you reciting a song quote, right now? I could quote it, but it's almost like that. Yeah. Okay, as in as a you probably learned that from a song. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I mean, Anyways, it's one way to educate people. Yeah, put it in song. Put it in the pizza. Put it in. What's that from? There's a YouTube video. Oh my gosh, there's a YouTube video from like. Oh man, a long time ago. It used to be really funny. I don't know if today's kids find it funny, but it's from Full House and there's a scene. Remember Full House with mm -hmm. like the twins before mm -hmm. they grew up? Um, there's a scene where they're they're making a pizza and they like made a song called Put It in the Pizza. <laughs> and so I think someone remixed it. Oh, and so no. it's like <laughs> it's a it's a scene from the TV show Full House and they're they're making a pizza. And they're like saying random things that only kids would think about putting in a yeah. pizza. And so it's like, I can't remember how it goes exactly, but it's like, uh, like, pep, like pepperoni, like the, the way that it goes like yeah. pepperoni. And then someone's like, put it in the pizza. And then they're like, like Skittles, put it in the pizza, like all these different ingredients, but the, but they make it, it like a more. song. Okay. And then it was like. There's like a one little line where it's like, so I forgot what it what the ingredient is, but it's like, blah blah flows like waterfalls. And it was just like I have that. <laughs> it's super awkward and weird, but that's what makes it funny because you're like it's out of place. You should watch it. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know where. Oh, because I was like, put it in the pizza. But why? Because you're like, put it in the podcast. Oh, okay. If I hear I put totally it in there, just... I just think pizza. Thank you. So there yeah. you go, uh, our younger demographic. You just learned something about the past. Yeah. All of our past. Dude, those Mary Kay and, and Ashley Olsen videos, yeah. movies were sick. I never watched them. I thought they were overrated when I was young. Wow. But... I know. I was a bad movie snob. I was like, they're too good. I only watch Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Oh. Or listen to. Because they were like goody good girls trying to be goody good girls. And I was like, oh, I want to be a naughty girl. And I mean, <laughs> look at us. Look at us now. That is us. That is how we are. Hence the song Dirty and me knowing all the words. I know. Like last episode or yeah. a couple episodes ago. I mean, I know the words too. But. I know, but who lives by them? You nah, know? You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So people okay. who think they're dead. Yep. There's a name for this syndrome. Yep. I'm going to let you pronounce it first. Okay. It's called? Kota. I wish that's how I pronounced it. Well, because if you say it like with the American accent, it sounds like you're saying It sounds that. like a bad word. Yeah. So it's spelled C like Charlie, O like Oscar, T as in Tom, A Alpha, R Robert, D David. Are those the real ones? No, okay. definitely not. I always use man names. Not sure why. Except for Mary's. Um, internal massage. 
and N is Nancy. It's just, it's like what people say. Yeah. I spell things a lot at work. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, so I think like how I was pronounced, it was like cotards, cotards. Yeah, no, that's how I was like cotard. Yeah, but I don't but like, I don't think, I don't like, I don't like the how hard. it's pronounced. I like the French version much better. If that's, if it's French. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So what do you have about this? I have some info. Um. Not a lot. <laughs> Generally speaking, so. I I read the Wikipedia. Oh, sweet! And then I found a NCBI article. There were a lot of yeah. NCBI articles. I was surprised. If you don't know, I don't even know what it stands for. What is it? It's what I use for work to yeah. read fun national collective collective database database <laughs> institute. Oh no! Why is it frozen? NCBI. I just think NCBI blast. I always think it's going to like NCSI, like NCBI, (laughs) Los Angeles. NCIS, yeah. Hmm. I hear you. Not right, but I hear you. Let's just ask Google. You can keep talking. Google. Do you know on here I can do the microphone and ask Google stuff? Go for it. Mm, I'm already there. (laughs) National Center for Biotechnology Information. That makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. You get to do research and That's publish what it. You look at, yeah. you also look at uh, sequences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fun DNA times and proteins. You can look up anything you want for a price. I know. See, that's the other thing that I don't like. But I have people on my team that have ways. I just send them the links. And then they send me back the article and I don't ask questions. <laughs> if you, if they have, I think it's nice to have login, like the university login. Sometimes it. I think some people on, on our team have the appropriate ways of accessing articles. Mm. And maybe some people are not as appropriate. appropriate. <laughs> oh, I boy. don't know. That's alleged. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Yeah. You're the one that's looking up lean. <laughs> <laughs> Researching. Kota. How, how you Well, his first it. name was Jules. So Jules. I was like, that's not. Jules Coton. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That's the dude who just first coined it. Yeah, he wrote about it. Wrote about it. That's what they do. And you know what year that was? I know. I do too. Want to say it at the same time? Well, because I saw, but the so the NCBI article has a different year than Wikipedia. Because, well, I wonder what year you have. I did see that there was a, a history collection, and that there was an earlier year than the year that this was mentioned. Because it was, there was a woman who dis, who first described herself, but it wasn't yet coined until Eight. Jules did in eighteen eighty two. Yes, which is so long ago. Yeah. For something like this to be characterized. And that's why I think human, like there's the stuff that we are dealing with now and whatever, it's always been around. Oh, yeah. Agreed. It's just characterizing it, mm-hmm. owning it, naming it after yourself. I mean, what will we discover that we would name it? I hope something. The paranoid virus. Oh, the paranoia <laughs> gene? I wonder or if paranoid that's. paranoid gene. Look that up on NCBI, you guys. Ooh. I'm sure someone's researched it. But a lot of that stuff, if you call it paranoid, is learned. Yeah. But you never know. There could be something that triggers it, like an environmental factor that turns it on. Future, like episode. <laughs> Future episode. Future episode. <laughs> Do you know when the most recent case of this was? No. Let me tell. Well, according to my calculations, <laughs> the most recent case was in 2014. Okay. Did you cross check me? No, I was just because I, <laughs> the NCBI is a case study. Ah. So I don't know. I wonder if it's the same case study as what I found. I will probably be able to tell in like your first few sentences. Yeah. Well, first of all, what is this? Oh, yeah. We should just talk about that. So people who think they're dead, like, what does that actually mean? Mm -hmm. So people who 
think that they're a lot of people who have this syndrome describe it as like they're literally not alive which is the same as saying dead mm-hmm. but like they either smell like yeah they're dying. that was the part i think i know is yours a woman who's filipina yeah yeah uh so from wikipedia it says it's a rare mental disorder in which the affected person holds the delusional belief that they are dead do not exist are putrefying or have lost their blood or internal organs super horrible can you imagine living with that nope and the people who do because you actually are like thinking it's like yeah it's the truth yeah that's what makes it the delusion yeah that's so that's so scary because i first heard it they were joking about it on ladies and tangents and because they were joking like how sometimes well i don't know if she was like real like really joking but i think kind of where Mm -hmm. she's like sometimes i swear i'm dead like already and like this isn't real yeah and then i was like huh is that a real thing and then got you thinking yeah. about this yeah yeah well that's like a um dissociative i don't know if that's the right word um it's also associated or let me rephrase it's also associated with depression mm. and the the dissociation part of like the depression aspect like that's a symptom of depression is kind of like removing yourself or not really seeing yourself in everyday world and feeling like none of this is real. None of this is like, what's the point? Wow. I also saw it was described as like a nihilistic behavior, which I didn't know what that was. But mm. nihilism is the belief that the belief that none of this matters. None of this exists. None of this oh. is like, it's all pointless mm-hmm. that they don't believe in a God. They don't believe in purpose. They don't believe in meaning, which is obviously associated with depression, mm-hmm. depressive state. The more I was reading it, I'm like, this is kind of gnarly. I'm like, that's me if I kept going down. <laughs> I know. If you keep reading about this stuff, it's like kind of gets under your skin a little bit. But yeah, it kind of, I mean, yeah. And that's what some of the questions I was like, how do they prove otherwise? Like, how do yeah. they? Like, how do you? Yeah. Let's hear your story. Though, okay. And well, that was, some... that was kind of it. Like uh, the lady. Yeah, but the they study. haven't heard. So. Okay. Well, I had like a little bit more of the um the where it all came from. Mm-hmm. The Mademoiselle X. Yeah, I've heard of I've I, I saw but I didn't go into detail, so let's hear it. Okay. And then I have a more recent story. Okay. So Wikipedia says 1880, but as we saw, 1882. I also don't want to have to say the whole book uh in uh french so it translates to the delirium of negation um and he said that a mild case is characterized by despair and self-loathing like so i have this (laughs) while a severe case is characterized by intense delusions of negation and chronic psychiatric depression so where it all came from was he was studying this mademoiselle x who she said um that parts of her body didn't exist and so that she didn't need to eat Mm -hmm. um and that she also said she was condemned to eternal damnation and so because of that she couldn't die a natural death Ooh, yeah so it's almost like like what delusion caused the other so i in my humble opinion it was almost like that belief that she like was somehow cursed and couldn't die like naturally was like leading to her like not eating and thinking that her limbs and whatnot were not there anymore like wasting yeah because she was like then that was her way of dying unnaturally Mm -hmm. i don't know it almost sounds like um like real vampires is what I was kind of like that description like oh I can't like I do not live so therefore I do not need to eat I can't die naturally oh I wonder if that's where the like <laughs> we're vampire like yeah that concept it's almost like a more like it's a weird 
dichotomy in that like they feel like they're immortal in this world but yet are like a dead person yeah. in this living world Oh, I never thought about it that way. I know. I kind of got deep in this one. Ooh. Like, it's like a it's like a lot of theoretical questioning. Like, well, what yeah. if these people are accessing something that we don't even question because we don't experience it in our everyday lives? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I like to get weird on stuff like this. What? Dang. But I thought, I don't know where I was reading it, but it did talk about like immortality. And I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Like how you were saying where it's like immortal, but also in the form of like, because I'm already dead. Because mm-hmm. and like most religious beliefs, that's when you are immortal, like after death. Right. It's almost so- like non-existent. Like they almost think that they're non-existent. Yeah. But then it's like you're like existing brain is what is the thing telling you right that it doesn't exist and i have a story <gasps> about that okay i don't have that much more about mademoiselle no, tell, x but let's hear. um it's kind of sad so um i also don't know if he was like talking to her like in real time mm-hmm. or like from her like diaries or something or like secondhand but she ends up um dying from starvation yeah um however this coton delusion is not mentioned in either the diagnostic and statistic manual of mental disorders or in the international statistical classification of diseases and related health problems of the world health organization Mm -hmm. so it's, it's super rare. Yeah. It's like less than 200 cases known, I think, ever worldwide. So. But then I was like. From the 1800s on. How do they know if these people think they're dead and then they don't report it because yeah. they're dead? But then it's like, then do they like kill themselves? I think some do. I have one story where it's kind of like that. Okay. But um, did you want? Are you also going to share about that other woman? Um, I mean, if you want to, I don't have her story, but I oh. I glanced at it. A same kind of. <laughs> um, because hers was a more that was a more recent case. Yeah, that was the one thing. This, so it's like a letter to the editor mm-hmm. or something from Psychiatry Edgemont, uh, and it's called a case report of Coton syndrome mm-hmm. by Anne Rumineho and Boris Men- Menkenlov. Sorry for your pronunciations. Um, but it doesn't say like the year this was written or the years for her specific hmm. story. Okay, wait. So this says copyright 2008. That sounds about right. So I guess that would be around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, go back. So they don't identify her except as Miss L. She was a 53-year-old Filipino woman, and she was admitted into the psychiatric unit because her family called 911 uh, saying that she was complaining that she was dead and smelled like rotting flesh and that she, sorry, it's not funny, um, wanted to be taken to a morgue so that she could be with other dead people. Yeah. Every time I read this for some reason, I read it as dead fish. I don't know why. Oh, I mean. (laughs) I was like, what's very specific? But then I realized it said flesh. Both don't smell What does that good? smell like? I don't know. I hope I don't ever have to know. Yeah. And to think that the delusion can in- affect your senses. senses. Yeah. What if she was, I know in this case, like, it's not, but, like, what if she was actually smelling someone's dead flesh, like, in the house and that it was, um, like, triggering that delusion for herself? Yeah. It's just crazy, like, how powerful your mind is. Yeah. Super super insane yeah and then Uh, she ended up getting treatment yeah so she was um 
in the psychiatric unit um other symptoms she had were hopelessness low energy decreased appetite and solemnless solemnness like wanting to be some knowledge i don't know it's (laughs) so weird when it's like in that form yeah s-o-m-n-o-l-e-n-c-e i feel like that's not that's not a word (laughs) because there's solemnness some yeah whatever um (laughs) which are what you're saying is kind of more like classical depressive right symptoms but the the part that's specific is the delusion of yeah being dead and then imagine if they like brought her to a morgue and like i read another story where someone like like they asked like the, the the mother asked that she she had the syndrome and she wanted to be in a coffin because she was ready to be dead because she was tired of like being dead so she wanted to just like put me put me away kind of thing and they were like no i think they might have put her in one just to appease her but not like she didn't actually die whoa yeah that was like in the i want to say like 1900 like early 1900s or something like that i wonder if you brought them to a morgue and then they could see the difference I know, but it's but then still if, but like, if they already think, I don't know. So I, yeah, so therapy wise, <laughs> yeah, I've I was reading that it's a lot of um, it is a lot of pharmaceuticals, so like medication for treating depression, and then also when that doesn't work, they still use ECT, electroconvulsive oh. therapy, which I was yeah. like. I feel like I always get so surprised by these things. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's still happening? Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? For real? Like, no, it is. And that helps? To like, and it apparently has helped. I mean, there's only so many cases oh, yeah, that they can study in the present. Um, but yeah, which made me feel like, what other things are they using the ECT on? And what does it actually look like nowadays? That's like another episode. <laughs> I was like oh, another wow. one another one wow I was like um excuse me and then okay sorry but is it my turn um it can be I can kind of just scan this oh yeah sorry to see if there's anything else um another interesting thing so she is a Filipino woman but is being cared for in the U.S. Um, and she said that she had been on antidepressants before, like while she was in the Philippines. Mm. Um, but she didn't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, she wouldn't really eat or take her the medications that they were trying to give her while in the um, psychi- psychiatric unit. Yeah. So they had to intravenously give her um nutrients yeah and it's like how do you do that when someone doesn't want it yeah they're yeah i don't know what the laws are on that um it says with her family support the decision was made to take the patient to court for treatment over objection Mm. um so they could like decide that she's not yeah because i guess the medicine that she was on um so it i guess like a symptom of not having the medicine or something Mm -hmm. um she had a seizure which i guess maybe that's part of the court thing of like if she hadn't have or if she did take it or something that she wouldn't have had it i don't know um well yeah if you stop eating and stuff like it's your body's not going to be happy with you yeah um so then she went back and she did show improvement in her symptoms over one month with these um medicine medications Mm -hmm. i don't want to say them all because it's hard (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot sounds like um she was denied let's see at discharge she denied nihilistic or paranoid delusions and hallucinations and expressed hopefulness about her future and a desire to participate in psychiatric follow-up care 
Yay. So, and then like they have a little discussion at the end and it talks about, I think some of the stuff that you were saying that mm -hmm. ECT has tremendous advantages in resolution of the patient's symptoms when pharma um, therapy has failed. Mm -hmm. But, and so they're just saying like in this case, she actually responded really well with the medication. Mm -hmm. So she didn't need to go through, go that. through that. That's good. And that's good. It's wild that that's, it's all imbalances. I know. And plus not eating will also make your imbalances way worse. Yeah, and it's all, it's like just a bad, bad it's, cycle. Yeah. It just gets exponentially worse with the delusions that are feeding into that. And you're probably not sleeping well because you're like, what's the point? Because I'm dead. Yeah. Just overall, the overall health of yourself is, is not great. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, it basically are dying. Yeah. Because you think you're not That's so alive. weird. Yeah. Super insane. That's good. I mean, that's a perfect example of someone like the treatment helps. So that's mm -hmm. really good. There's a website called mentalfloss.com and it had 10 case reports. That's a lot. With descriptions of um, the syndrome and all the different types. So like one, I think the earliest one, the one that I was alluding to earlier was in 1788. Oh, wow. And that had to do with when she be, she felt a draft and became paralyzed on one side of her body. What? That's what it says. Yeah. So these are all very, like I won't go into, like I want to go into every single uh -huh. one, but we just don't have time. Yeah. So for real, go to our website, you're not paranoid.com. And then go to the Monday episodes, look at this episode, mental floss article, the 10 different um, explanations. And this is all over the world. This isn't just, you know, in the United States or just in the Philippines or just in the in France. It's literally Greece, Belgium, Jap uh, Japan, Scotland, New York, like looks like, yeah, Fran France. And then I think that was also maybe it started in in France, but pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. For it being so rare, it's interesting that so many are documented. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, yeah, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, but then I came across one where the original, one of these case reports, the original article came from a website, the website newscientist.com. And they have a, a new, I don't know how new it is, but a yeah it's not that new a section a segment called mindscapes Ooh. and it's a column on brain science people who uh, a column on brain science with a difference we meet people who live the world with the world's most mysterious neurological conditions Ooh. so i was like what like i just oh. couldn't i'm just gonna start keep yeah. i can't help myself that can be I our segment <laughs> what what um and this one was, so this guy's name is Graham. Mm -hmm. I don't, well, I'm assuming, I think it is a gentleman. Yeah, it's a man. And um, this article is from 2013, and it said that this happened nine years ago. So I he, can't do math. Yeah, 13 <laughs> minus nine is four. So 2004-ish. <laughs> and um, he described, so like, I'll quote, I'll give you a quote that he provided. When I was in hospital, I kept on telling them that tablets weren't going to do me any good because my brain was dead. I lost my sense of smell and taste. I didn't need to eat or speak or do anything. <sighs> I ended up spending time in the graveyard because that was the closest I could get to death. Whoa. So he had a very severe um, type of syndrome. And sorry, go ahead. No, I was just, I was thinking uh, trigger warning, but it's interesting that he well i don't know I, I maybe i'm speaking too soon but like to think of being in the graveyard to be close to death like committing suicide yeah you know what i mean so it's almost like they're past that because it's like no but i am already dead yeah i think um let me just do control search really quick so for him, he actually had already tried to commit suicide okay. and then got this. So where it like, and the oh. way he tried, again, this is also a trigger warning. Um, he took an electrical appliance with him in the bath. 
and it did so not he work. so he was suffering from depression he was suffering and from depression tried post, to commit suicide then he became eight months later he said he told the doctors that his brain didn't exist anymore and he said his brain didn't exist because he fried it in the bath so oh, he believed so he that thought- that was like he like he died like he did die but his body was still alive Whoa. So it gets even more interesting. Sorry if I ruined your story. No. No. Okay. No, because that's actually, it like feeds into that conversation. So he did. So um, what ends up happening is that they did, I'll just go back to my notes. Um, mm, 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 mm. So they actually ended up doing an analysis of his brain. Because they're like, what is going on with this gentleman? It's modern day. What's happening? You know, more modern day. Than like the 1800s. <laughs> and so, um, oh wow. I was just reading some different, um, different ways that people try to remove themselves from this world. Oh no. Apparently they would try to use acid. But, anyways, so, um, they ended up looking into this, and this this goes into like a super like in depth of his particular case. Mm-hmm. But what I what stuck out to me the most was that they analyzed his brain with a PET scan, the PET scan. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that stands for. Do you know? Something electro. <laughs> Positron emission tom- tomography. Yeah, I was you wrong. Way off. <laughs> But they scanned the brain um, and they looked to see the reveal the metabolic or biochemical function of your tissues and organs. Hmm. In his case, when they scanned it, Uh they said that the activity of his brain resembles that of someone who's either under anesthesia (gasps) or sleeping. No. So they're like, how is this person even walking around when the brain activity shows he is not which then got me thinking yeah so it's like settle with that and then it's like so then what is what is being alive the physical because you can physically move yeah or your mental capacity and state in your brain's activity it's almost like the opposite of a coma yeah where it's like yeah like a walking coma. Huh. And he and so then maybe it's like he's not delusional. That's what but I'm it's saying. Like, it's like that's my what point. came first, the delusion yes. or what if it's almost like the being trapped inside your body of like, no, like for real, like my brain is dead. Yeah. But also having the self-awareness to yeah. see that you're dead. But that's what they're saying is like he is like he's aware that he, he like his brain is dead. It's not able to function anymore. So whatever parts of the brain that were tied to that, like I think they should study this more, obviously. Yeah. But like whatever is happening, it's targeting very specific parts of the brain, like associated Maybe. with self identity. Yeah. So it's definitely it's more than just delusion mentally, which is like what in real like in life like it's not just a made-up thing like it's all chemicals and brain activity and all those things in like life experiences combined Mm -hmm. that has led to him feeling that way and it's not it's a delusion because he's physically awake but it doesn't mean that he's not wrong yeah it's like feeding like your mind's powerful and so it's like if he was thinking that so much or like truly believed it, his brain started to fi- like physically show the symptoms that he was already feeling or thinking he had. Yeah, that or hit and like and some of the, I don't know if all the cases are this way, but for him, he had already tried to commit suicide. Well, did they were they able to prove that he didn't get brain damage from it? Um, I don't. All there was. <laughs> so the. <laughs> What's interesting is that, um, so a little side note, they were saying that technically the antidepressants he was on 
along with, um, yeah, him having low metabolism could be, could have impacted his brain scan and like what it looks like. So you can't, like people are like, you can't draw too many conclusions, Mm -hmm. but the point is that there is something else going on. Yeah. And they also think that, um, where'd it go? Oh, it seems it also, this is a quote from one of the doctors. It seems plausible that the reduced metabolism was giving him this altered experience of the world and affecting his ability to reason about it. Mm. Which also makes sense. Yeah. So. And there's a lot more studies now about how your gut and your brain function are way more correlated. Yeah. So that's what makes me like, the delusion part like is it a delusion or is it really what he's yeah. ex- what is a delusion like what he's experiencing versus what is reality because yeah. he really is experiencing what so it's feels almost like, body like death. a delusion in the perspective of the like outside world right because it's not like he's actually feeling that yeah and his body is probably actually dying yeah Cause it's like you don't like call people delusional who are like depressed, yeah, or like have anxiety, yeah. But that's like their reality, even though if like other people don't see them, like they'll see them, or like how they see them, yeah. yeah. So very. So that's why it was like kind of interesting when I came across that. I was like, what is this? But the interview is with him, like being better now. Yeah. So he is. Um. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah and his teeth turned black (gasps) because he stopped brushing them oh no um he said it was an actual nightmare and i had no other option other to accept the fact that i had no way to actually die because he had already tried to die and he was still alive so he's like i don't know but he also thinks he's dead so it's like a weird it's a very that's the delusion part obviously um and they're talking about like that's why he would always visit the local graveyard um the police would come get him and take him back home Mm. he says that he used to have quote unquote nice hairy legs but after the syndrome all his hair fell out oh because your body like if you're and that's where it's like his body's actually dying it's like well you're not giving us enough protein therefore goodbye Mm -hmm. um and he said, I, I couldn't say I'm really back to normal, but I feel a lot better now and go out and do things around the house. I don't feel that brain dead anymore. Things just feel a bit bizarre sometimes. He said, I'm not afraid of death, but that's not to do with what happened. We're all going to die sometime. I'm just lucky to be alive now. Wow. So he really did feel like he was dead. Dang. Isn't that so? So he is he's improving, but that's like, good. How do you be the same person and experience death and life? Like life, death, and then more death, Mm -hmm. and now living again. That would be hard. Yeah. To then continue with your everyday life and feel like a zombie living among, yeah, Mm -hmm. living among living people. And they're like, no, you're alive. And you're like, stop telling me I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Ugh, that's super hard. Yeah. I feel like this has to be a house episode. Yeah. I was maybe I wonder. Look it up. I'm surprised that it's not if it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Do you want me to Google it really quick? Sure. While okay. we're while we're here. While we're on it. Cue the elevator music. Is it? So freaking knew it. You're so good. Okay, so kind of. Okay. So there's an episode. Uh, what is, where does it say the episode? Well, the name, the name of the, so the show starts with, so the, the episode is about Dr. Peter Treiber. And it's, oh, pathologist. That's the, that's the name of the person that works on autopsies. Got it. Okay. So he's a not pathologist and he was performing an autopsy on a young woman and instead of 
doing an incision on her head. He did it on his. In a CT scan and talk screen were both clean. He refused to have treatment except for um, by Dr. House. He tracked the mortality rate of every doctor and Dr. House's rate was the best. <laughs> um, at first, Dr. House hypothesized that it was the Cotard, I don't know how to say it, delusion. And he went on to pass on the case. However, they found out that he had no history of mental illness and they ruled out antivirals as the cause. And then he also had uh, paresthesia. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. It is... Like sleeping? Disease? Abnormal sensation, usually unpleasant, that results from the injury to the nerves. Mm. So, that's the extent okay. of it. He thought it might be. Mm-hmm. Of course, so Dr. House knew to yeah. think about that. It makes an appearance. It makes so an that appearance. you can watch that episode, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that is... But the of course the um house.fandom.com has quite quite uh, an extensive I can knowledge imagine. base. I did watch that. I feel like I watched all of it, but I don't really remember <laughs> that. Although saying that he like scalpeled himself kind of rings a bell. Yeah. I was watching some of them during uh Christmas break. Mhm. I was like, oh, man. The flashbacks. I know. It's so interesting. It, and it seems like old already. Yeah. But it's, I know. It, that, I mean, it kind of always, is. But... It's old, but it's not going to be outdated. Yeah. At least. The medical stuff for the most part. I mean, obviously, we're not doctors, but majority <laughs> of it seems like pretty solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see moving forward how many people, more people come out with this and how it can be better studied mm-hmm. now that they have a name for it. Yeah, that's what's concerning is like, I feel like you see the um, articles and stuff about like depression, like on the rise and stuff, yeah. especially with like the COVID isolation. Yeah. And then if that's like progressive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like the like the worst version or people who have it. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare, so we will not get no worried not trying about to put yeah. anyone's thoughts into play either no it's interesting i feel like none of these people even have heard probably have heard of it Mm-mm. but yet they feel it yeah that's what makes it so crazy too mm-hmm. where does it come yeah. from <laughs> is there a demon out there no. putting this in people's thoughts i know hopefully not but anyways that was a gnarly well, on, on episode that, on that note <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. No, but for real, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. And meditate, work out, eat healthy. You're alive. You're beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you for being part of this world. Yep. Indeed. And um, until next time, we're so excited you joined us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And hopefully we'll have to see what we the have future a, holds. Yeah, we have a lot lined up. Yeah. It might be a little bit gross. It might be super interesting. But either way, we'll do our best to bring mm-hmm. it directly to you. Yep. We'll see you next week. See you then. Bye.